There is a special episode of Happier at Home PRN coming up. You do not want to miss this. This is a pharmacy owner, fourth generation pharmacy owner who's active on social media. I'm not giving it away, but it's coming up right now. Don't wait. Turn up your volume or whatever you're doing, jogging, I don't know, driving. Keep your hands on the wheel. You will not want to miss this. listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Ever since COVID, what we know to be the norm is rapidly changing. In order to adapt to this, your business must adjust and transform accordingly. For pharmacies, unlocking the profession's potential to improve patient care is where this opportunity lies. Today's product-focused role of the pharmacist calls for the industry to move toward clinical services. The focus will be on prevention over treatment, and care will happen in the home or community. As accessible and trusted healthcare personnel, pharmacists can play a big role. Happier at Home harnesses this opportunity by showing the benefits of expanding your pharmacy into home care services and how this is a recipe for success. Innovation and growth will help community pharmacies to continue to exist and thrive in the future. Debbie, we're back. Uh, This is Happier at Home PRN. This is one of my favorite podcasts because I get to listen to pharmacists. Every single one of the pharmacists that you bring onto this show is doing exactly what you had designed in order to impact their revenue, the cash-based ability, the growth in the community. The community needs this service. Debbie, I'm excited to have you back. I am so excited to be here too. And I always look forward to talking with you and to talking with our guests. And uh, this week, uh, who we have is someone who I am inspired by. He is a great business mind. Um, he's continuing on a legacy that, uh, his grandfather had started and not, um, not becoming, uh, bogged down by just tradition. He's bringing tradition forward with what his family has created, but he's bringing it into, uh, present day and putting his own touch on everything. So by doing that, he is, um, becoming, I have to say, a social media star. <laughs> and um, I, I'm excited to introduce Thomas McDowell. He is a pharmacy owner, pharmacist, as Todd said, fourth generation pharmacy owner. And um, I'm happy to say uh, one of our newest incredible franchisees of Happier at Home. So welcome, Thomas. I'm so glad that you joined us today. All right. Thanks for having me, Debbie and Todd. Glad to be here. Welcome. So, you know, I was really interested to learn about the background of the pharmacies and how they were started with your family and your interest and how you um, kind of came along that path uh, to continue on in uh, running that pharmacy. Yeah. So, uh, Fourth generation pharmacy, uh, McDowell's in Scotland Neck, rural town, eastern North Carolina. My great grandfather uh, bought the pharmacy in 1922, and the pharmacy was built and uh, has been continuously uh, operated as an independent pharmacy since 1901. Wow. And 
And so uh, coming up on close to 125 years. And so my great-grandfather uh, ran it for many years. And then my grandfather took over. He graduated from pharmacy school in, in the 40s during World War II. Uh, he was a World War II veteran, and my great-grandfather was a World War I veteran. Uh, and then my father went to pharmacy school in the 80s and came back and took over. And then I decided, you know, growing up in the pharmacy and, and seeing the impact that, uh, that my father and grandfather had on patients in the community and, and uh, just how rewarding that profession seemed to be, especially in, in a small town. I decided that I was going to follow that same path and graduated from UNC. We're all UNC pharmacy grads, go heels. Uh, so I couldn't couldn't go anywhere else. Um, didn't apply anywhere else. So uh, and I graduated in 2016 and have been helping uh, run the pharmacy since then. Great. Is your father still involved with the pharmacy? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's still working about every day. I don't. I don't think he could give it up, but so much, uh, but try to give him a little flexibility here and there, but he, he loves helping patients and uh, he's still very involved and helps out regularly and is, is in there every day. Excellent. I couldn't imagine the changes that your family has seen from way back with your great grandfather starting this uh, business to present day. And do they ever uh, talk with you about their uh, concerns and challenges with what uh, has become of your pharmacy? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think we've all faced some unique challenges each generation, uh, you know, starting out in, in the 20s. My great-grandfather practiced during the Great Depression, and uh, there's as, as a story passed down from him that uh, he, you know, a lot of patients couldn't pay and couldn't afford their medications, and he was compounding you know, every single prescription was handmade and compounded, uh, and some patients couldn't afford to pay, and so he would accept payment in the form of of live chickens, eggs, uh, milk, and uh, he, he said it, after that time period, he would be fine if he never saw a chicken or ate a chicken again. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, so my my grandfather practiced for over 60 years. And so he really saw things from the compounded handmade time period where everything was uh, formulated in the pharmacy, moving into more mass production and, uh, you know, more advanced technology and even going into the technology era. And, uh, you know, used to be the case was every claim was filed by paper, you know, every insurance claim. Uh, and there used to not be any insurance on the prescription side. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of middlemen and, and so forth involved these days. And I would say my father really, you know, leveraged technology and brought us into having, you know, computer software and electronic claims. And uh, he brought us into long-term care side of, of business. And, and so we've really progressed and you know, we, we used to have a soda fountain. We don't have that anymore, but we do still have original mahogany cabinets, original tile floors, an old school uh, Main Street pharmacy. Um, and yeah. so tried to keep a lot of that charm and, and really just have always kept patients at the center and the forefront. Uh, even, you know, there's been a lot of changes, but that's what's allowed us to serve many generations of folks in our community. 
Yeah. God bless you and your family for changing with the times and helping them going through the depression and just bridging that gap to get them over to the other side. And uh, also, you know, having such a traditional um, family and continuing on with uh, the pharmacy and being veterans. I mean, thank goodness that's, that's like the fabric of our society. So that's, that's an incredible story, but, um, you know, so I, I guess part of me is a little bit, a little bit surprised that, uh, being so traditional that your father had that insight to know, uh, that technology and that evolution is really important, right? Absolutely. So, you know, we were always wanted to try to adapt whenever we could. And, and so, you know, we've, we've really gone from a lot of manual processes in the pharmacy to leveraging automation, robotics, uh, you know, anything we can do to be more efficient, spend more time with patients. And uh, there's a lot of things we can't control in the pharmacy side. Uh, so we try to control our workflow and our technology and uh, in our workforce. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's, it's been effective for us over the years. So we're, we're excited to continue serving folks for years to come. I have a, I have a two year old, so no pressure for fifth generation, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of automation and uh that helping you to be able to spend more time with patients. Uh, so you are the creator of the Mac pack. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, a few years ago, right in uh, the thick of COVID, um, we were thinking about how we could really scale our adherence packaging program. So we were doing a lot of multi-dose adherence packaging to help folks with adherence and uh, it had really been a great thing for our patients. And, um, we got to a point where we we're having trouble scaling it. So we decided to purchase some automation. And, and so now we do strip pouch packaging, uh, where we sort all the pills by date and time. And, and we're looking for a name that really was catchy and that folks would remember. And so, uh, we did Mac pack as kind of a playoff McDowell, but also it's an acronym that we use in our marketing and our, uh, you know, when we're discussing the service with doctors and it's, the MAC part is stands for medication adherence collaboration. Uh, so we, we do, we do really feel that it's a team effort amongst all members of the healthcare team. And so medication, you know, that's a huge burden. And if we can get that right and really, you know, relieve that off the patient, they can a lot of times really thrive and focus on their health. Really just helps everyone along the continuum, the patient, family, the doctors, the healthcare system, you as a pharmacy owner. Uh, so that that's great. That's pretty Absolutely. incredible. Yeah. And, you know, usually I like to talk about indications that you may have had in childhood that you were entrepreneurial or a leader. But I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if uh, because you saw your family um running this business and uh, growing with technology. Do you feel that uh, you were born with that intrinsic leadership and um, entrepreneurial spirit? Or do you feel that as, um, as someone growing up 
in this environment that your family really nurtured that and you kind of grew into it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think I definitely uh, didn't realize I was soaking all that in over the years when I was younger, but what, uh, what really resonated with me was the work ethic that I saw from my father and grandfather. And, uh, you know, there was nothing that was beneath them, whether it was, you know, my grandfather would come in and one of the first things he would do is, is sweep the floors and just keep a clean front end and just being willing to do whatever it takes to, you know, maintain and grow the business, but also take care of patients. And so I think any small business owner seeing that, you know, from my standpoint, seeing my father and grandfather as small business owners, you see that entrepreneurial spirit because they do have to do a little bit of everything. Um, right. And so I noticed that. And and when I came back and have taken over, I've, I've really, you know, I feel a lot of pride with that opportunity. And so I want to keep the doors open. And so for me, that means being creative and entrepreneurial and, and not just doing something just because that's how we've always done it. And right. so we, yeah. we're always trying to do something different, change things up, uh, think outside the box. And I think that comes from having that, uh, you know, seeing the, the spirit of, of my father and grandfather and those before us and really wanting to keep that going. You know, I want to keep the doors open for the next generation. Right. And I, as a business owner and founder of Happier at Home, I saw the same thing with my children as they were growing up. They watched me struggle. They watched uh, as I was excited when I got a new patient added to our schedule and they lived it every, you know, they'd come home from school and say, Hey mom, did you go on that assessment? Did you get that patient today? Uh, you know, so they, I, I see that happening with my own children and whatever the life lessons there that they're watching you, your son will watch you, uh, or my children watch me, um, learning. It doesn't mean that they have to use them in uh, business themselves, but just overcoming and uh, using that with any of their uh, life challenges moving forward. That's that's a huge thing. That's a, going to be a huge benefit. And uh, I also want them to see that being an entrepreneur is incredible, but it's always not, it's not always the easiest uh, either. It's incredibly rewarding, um, but it also uh, can come with some challenges. Uh, whether that's um, challenges with the business itself, or um, perhaps you're going through a major challenge in your life and it's difficult to continue on uh, going to work each day, growing your business each day. But are there, uh, thinking back for you, are there any, is there any one big challenge that you feel that you had uh, that you were able to overcome that really either had a silver lining to it, or uh, just you turned into a positive? Yeah, I, I think, you know, looking back when I got out of pharmacy school and came back, I was really trying to do everything myself all the time. And, uh, you know, I wanted to immediately implement an adherence packaging program, a MedSync program, uh, immunization program. And, you know, I realized. Uh, after some time and some reflection that I, I can't do everything myself. 
And so really focusing on developing and building a great team and a great culture at our pharmacies has been key. And I think it took me a little bit to realize that. I, I would say, and this is probably the case for a lot of pharmacists, where we're a little bit type A uh, <laughs> and like to have control over everything. And accuracy is key in everything we do. You know, patients' health is on the line. And so taking a step back from the ownership standpoint, realizing I really need to work on the business sometimes and not simply working in the business and letting the business run me every day, I think, uh, you know, allowed me to figure out ways to grow and not stay stagnant. But it's it can be, you know, it can be challenging to avoid burnout if you're just continuously in the grind. And and so leveraging your team and technology and and so forth. I think it's the biggest thing that I've overcome and and being able to delegate, uh, delegate, you know, task and communicate effectively with folks that you're working with has really allowed me to, you know, grow things so much faster and more effectively than trying to do everything myself. Yeah, that's, that's definitely one of those tough lessons to learn. And I understand that, you know, I was there myself and uh, just knowing that I'm not the one who always can do it the best. You know, I always felt like, boy, if I don't do it myself, it's not going to get done or it's not going to be done the right way. But knowing that you're creating that team around you that oftentimes you want to hire to be smarter than you or better in a certain area than you. Um, And then making sure that you're putting those processes in place that they're able to follow And then that allows you to hold them accountable. Uh, So it really helps you to pull back away uh, to be able to work on the business and grow uh, and be the visionary for your business too. So yeah, that's, um, it's something that people, I think that it, it can be so stressful if they don't learn from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it looks a little different than, you know, being, being in the daily grind at times, but it doesn't mean that it's, you know, any less important. And and that was, you know, uh, seeing that work ethic, I, I wanted to feel like I'm, you know, really bringing something to the business every day, but realizing that you do need that vision and you do need to step back at times and, and have a plan and a strategy to continue because it's a difficult landscape in community pharmacy at times. And so uh, adapting is key and, and having the time and, you know, ability to do that is, is critical. Right. It frees you up to be able to strategize, be that visionary and um, then focus and go after what you, uh, those areas that you want to grow in. And um, speaking of which that that's how we met is uh, because you had connected with me Uh, as a result of wanting to learn more about expanding into home and community-based services uh, and serving your community with um, services like personal assistance services, medication, management solutions. uh, And so I'm, I'm excited that you became a franchisee of Happier at Home. And I have to say that I'm I'm really impressed because Todd, he's hitting the ground running. He and his uh, business support manager, Connie, are just doing a great job. Uh, And I know that they're going to be hugely successful. Um, 
but you know, are, so you're using happier at home as part of your strategy for growth. How does that fit in with other services that you're providing within your pharmacy, like long-term care or any, any other services that you're providing? Yeah, so we really saw an opportunity to connect with patients beyond just uh, you know the typical pharmacy dispensing, and even we took it a step further with MacPack and MedSync. But you know, patients want or wanting their healthcare in the home more and more, and that's the future of healthcare, in my opinion. And so the happier home model just you know really looked like an awesome opportunity to be a part of that journey for patients and and helping them maintain independence in the home. And so for us, we saw a strategy there with being able to connect some of our pharmacy services with home care services. And you know, one of the, the things that we're doing that we're really talking about in our area with Happier Home is home care plus pharmacy equals better outcomes. You know, we think that uh, putting those two pieces of the puzzle together plays a big role. And so we're doing the adherence packaging, the MAC pack, and we've really gotten into the medical at home space as well, or long-term care at home. And, Excellent. and so that's, uh, you know, some higher level pharmacy services that we're offering our patients, packaging, delivery, and more. And, you know, those patients need care in the home beyond just the medication side. And so the happier home piece just makes sense. And so when we're going to see a patient or a client, you know, for either side of, of our business services on Happy Home or McDowell's or Medical Park Pharmacy, where, you know, there's a, a way that we can help that patient holistically and comprehensively. And so we're really excited to bring that combination of services to help patients stay at home longer and maintain independence and age in place. And the medication management plus the personal care and companion care really just fits together nicely to allow folks to you know, age independently. Right. And as uh, in my previous career, uh, well, it's kind of a continuation of my uh, business now, but I was a, I am a registered nurse and I was the vice president of a very large continuum of care retirement community. And I saw how we were able to um, earn the trust of our clients that were residents there and then be able to uh, continue to serve them in so many different ways. And as you say, holistically and comprehensively. And uh, so you are forward thinking, your family's forward thinking, and you're looking at ways that you could serve your community. And, um, you know, they obviously have trust in your uh, pharmacy. So being able to be that uh, one-stop shop for long-term care at home. And um, so the medical model at home, uh, have you, um, have you been doing the medical model at home for the, through the pharmacy for services for very long? Um, yeah. So we started uh, getting into the medical at home and, and uh, there's been a, as I think NCPA is trying to rebrand the long-term care at home. Um uh, you know, we started looking at that last year and really we were doing a lot of the things that were necessary for uh, meeting those medical home requirements. And so it just made sense to dip our toe in that space. And, you know, we were doing the adherence packaging and we were really ramping up our delivery program. And we already did long-term care with some nursing homes in our area. So we 
we were already doing a lot of the things that were necessary. It was just piecing it all together and developing a program for our patients that are still residing in their home instead of a facility. And, you know, patients are loving it. You know, they love MacPack. They love having free delivery, you know, one time a month. Uh, it's convenient. It's, you know, it improves their adherence. Uh, our adherence data is really strong in the MacPack program at there. You know, especially in the medical home side, uh, their adherence is, you know, 95, close to 99%. Uh, that is know, so, incredible. Yeah. And so then you have your caregivers difference. that can be in the, you know, let's say you have your medical home at home patients through the pharmacy, but you have this opportunity then with your happier at home company to have this private pay source of revenue and serve those patients that you've already made this connection with and built a relationship with um, through your medical at home. Uh, but then I also think about the facilities. If you're providing medications to long-term care facilities uh, and let's say they have a rehab uh, unit, you have that connection already with their discharge planners, the case managers, uh, that you could leverage then and go to them and say, you know what, I'd like to talk to you about how we could then help with a safe discharge home with your patients that uh, maybe they're there post-op, maybe they're there after, after an illness and rehabilitating in their transitional care unit. So um, you have so many different touch points within the medical profession with uh, even doctor's offices where you can go to them and say, you know what, we have this data that our medical adherence packaging, our home delivery, uh, and the medical at home model has increased compliance to 99%. And now we could offer you this opportunity for us to uh, have that connection with your patients, uh, you know, the physician's patients, the patients that have been discharged, uh, the patients that are your current customers, to be able to really offer them that opportunity to maintain their independence for as long as possible and stay in their home. So that's that's an incredible thing. You really have come full circle. You hit, you're touching all the points with those with your your community and with your patients. Yeah, we're we're excited. I, you know, we're seeing in the industry there's a lot of big players moving into home health, and so I, I think that's where the industry's going and it, care in the home. And so we want to be a part of that. And patients, uh, you know, they want their healthcare local, and I think healthcare is best when it's local. And so tying the community pharmacy, which is a long trusted, you know, part of the healthcare team, along with home care services, just makes sense. Yes. It does. And, you know, speaking of everything coming around and connecting and um, being forward thinking, I, I have to say that I started off this conversation talking about you being a social media star. Tell us about <laughs> your TikTok handle. What do you do on TikTok? And uh, how do you how do you leverage that? Is that working well for you? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're uh, we're putting ourselves out there for sure. Um, and, uh, some people are watching for some reason or another, uh, but we, <laughs> we really try to be educational, informational, and just be a resource, um, you know, in the community and beyond and social media allows us to reach a bigger population. And so I just do the videos. My wife does all the editing and makes it look better. Um, <laughs> but 
you know, we've, we really always try to be active on social media because that's where, you know, that's where you can meet people out in the home virtually, you know, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram and, and uh, they're definitely on TikTok and, and definitely the young folks. And I think it's in, you know, that age group is, you know, broadening out as well. And TikTok's become really popular. So uh, we try to leverage that uh, to, you know, let folks know about us. Sometimes, you know, people don't realize what a community business can offer, you know, not just pharmacy, but any community business. And so that information is critical for them to take that step to support you. They know what they're going to get at some of the big box places. And a lot of times it's mediocrity, uh, but they know what to expect. And so letting them know what they can expect on the local level, they usually want to do business with you, but they need to know what you have to offer and they're not going to know unless you tell them. So. Right. And I love the connection, you know, TikTok, I think of as typically a younger uh, audience, but they, they're aging as well. And as you said, it is expanding into older um, demographic listening to it. And um, I have to say, I, so we have 18 franchisee franchise locations right now, and Thomas is one of them. Uh, but we manage all the social media marketing for our franchisees, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. And so Thomas hasn't even had his ribbon cutting yet. I'm going to be going there in uh, in August and spending some some time with him and Connie. And we're going to have a, a grand opening and a ribbon cutting, which I'm so excited about. Um, but in looking at his his views on Facebook, I can't. I I was like, whoa, wait a second. How how did this new guy come into our happier at home family? And all of a sudden, he has thousands of view on of views on Facebook without doing any mar- marketing yet. Um, so I I associate that with what you've been doing all along. You know, everything adds to each other. Everything compounds. So your TikTok. Um, may have pushed over into additional Facebook views. And, you know, that's more of where we may find the uh, adult children who need the services for their family members. So um, none of what you're doing is a waste. Everything that you're doing, I I think of as pillars of marketing and uh, adding to informing the, the, um, the community about those different services under, like you said, helping them understand what they can expect from you and what, uh, what is sound and true and true and is always going to be there in their community through your pharmacy. So it's excellent. I love everything that you're doing. Well, thank you. We're excited. And Connie's been, been awesome for us. And, and so we're, we're hitting the ground running for sure and getting the word out and social media is a big part of that. Yeah. Oh, and tell them your awards that you just received also. Oh, yeah. So we we did win uh, best home care provider in in our county, in Nash County, which is where our office is based out of. Um, so as voted upon by readers of of a local newspaper in the area. So really excited about that. And uh, we also won best customer service at my pharmacy in Rocky Mount. Uh, as well, uh, out of all businesses. So really excited about that. Proud of our team. Yeah, I'm 
So excited. I think Connie's pretty awesome too. You know, that's, that's another uh, key aspect of being a happier at home uh, business owner. As you were saying, Thomas, that one of the things that you learned was really to develop that team and develop the culture uh, so that you're not the only one who is doing everything and uh, having that really important key uh, hire as your business support manager is so important. And Connie's incredible, but I just think she's just the the right person. You did a great job on that too. So. I definitely agree. She's been doing phenomenal networking, marketing, hiring, and, uh, you know, building those relationships that are going to help us care for folks, uh, you know, continuing to grow and couldn't be more excited to have her on the team. Beautiful. So you are growing this team to provide uh, your community pharmacy services, long-term care, MacPack, MedSync, medical home, in-home care services. You got it. You got it going on, Thomas, I got to say. So I'm very, very happy to have you as part of our team. And I just want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, actually, I'd like to see if there's anything Todd had to either ask or add to uh, our conversation as we wrap up here. No, not at all. Anytime I see Thomas out on TikTok or Instagram, his activity is amazing. It's it's the reason he's successful. Think about business and family businesses. Um, Thomas had a decision to make at some point in his life. Am I going to take my family's legacy and business to another level? and Or am I going to do the same thing? Or is it going to die out? And he took the first choice. He said, I'm going to make an impact myself. I'm going to take what my grandfather and great-grandfather and grandfather and father have built, and I'm going to take it up to another level. And that's exactly what's happening. And it's nice that there are cash-based demands that bring value. I don't like the thought of just growing a business for the for the purpose of growing the business. The 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 city, um, the cities throughout the country, especially some of the cities that have larger suburbs that don't have institutional care are in such demand for home care services. Um, this is a, an opportunity for independent pharmacy to thrive. Did you know, Thomas, in the state in the state of North Carolina specifically, last year, a Supreme Court judge ruled that there was more home care services that were needed. And this is a way to leverage that actual news in the Supreme Courts of North Carolina to go to home care agency um, networks per se, and and some of even the Medicaid systems per se, if, if they have the need to cover services and let them know, hey, I'm a community pharmacy owner and now I have the ability to add on services for different communities throughout the state. But that's a that's a major red flag that they need more home care services, just to point that out. This is happening all over the country, not just North Carolina. One one quick little story. Uh, we were just talking with our Birmingham, Alabama location with Patrick Devereaux and uh, Shasta, who is his business support manager. And she went out uh, to do an assessment in the home for one of the patients. And my point of telling the story is that uh, we have some pharmacy owners come to us and say, yeah, but there's competition out there. Yes, there's going to be competition in home care. Um, but you have the advantage that you already have the back 
uh, the support and the background of your pharmacy. So Shasta went and did this assessment and in her assessment, the patient started asking questions, had some problems with their medications. And so she said, you know what, let's try to get Patrick on the phone right now. They called Patrick and that was it. They signed up on the spot because not only can they provide that home care, they were able to resolve or solve other problems that that this person had. So um, yes, there's competition out there, but you guys have a leg up in so many different ways, not, not only with just those patients in the community, but your connections within the healthcare community as well. Absolutely. I definitely agree that that, that pharmacy side gives an added layer of, of trust and, and it's a resource, you know, for those clients and that medication mismanagement side of things is a big driver for nursing home and hospital admissions. And so if we can clean that up and streamline the medication management, then it frees up the patient uh, to focus on other things that, that can help them stay in the home. That's right. You guys can be a wave, part of the wave of the future. This is, this is where it's going. So, all right. Well, I want to thank you both for joining me today. I think this was just another, we, we only scratched the surface of everything that you're doing. That's great, Thomas, but thank your entire family for us. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart, look forward to meeting them sometime soon. And, uh, as for everyone out there, definitely, if you have any questions about being an owner of Happier at Home or wanting to speak with current pharmacy owners that are franchisees and Happier at Home owners, please contact us because I, I would love for you to have conversations with them. Um, there's, you know, we don't tell them what to say, but you could ask anything you want of them. So I think that's about yeah. it. Yep, your community needs uh, Happier at Home and they need it through a community pharmacy that is already trusted in your community. So I'm excited. Thank you so much, uh, Thomas, for being here. And Debbie, as always, this, is, this has just been awesome. Yeah, that's another wrap. Thank you so much. Everyone have a great day.